0: Hi, it's Yvette here. Listen, I'm just going to take a few seconds to ask you for a big favor. If you love this podcast, then hit the subscribe or the follow button if you haven't already. Right now on your phone or on your computer. And leave me a five-star rating. And then leave me a review and tell me what you love about the show or what you'd like me to talk about. All this really helps to send out the message of the Positively Joy podcast to the people who need to hear it. And then finally, if you love it, then share this with everybody that you know. Thanks so much. That's it. Let's get on with the show. In this episode, I'd like to introduce you to Angel McCoy, Who's going to be a regular feature on the Positively Joy podcast. But at the time, her house was being worked on, and the only room she could record in was her bathroom. So it sounds pretty echoey. But it was really important for her to get her house done, because Angel, well, I'll let her tell you. Hello, and welcome to Positively Joy, the podcast on searching for the light in all seasons. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and we have a guest today, who I hope becomes um, part of the of the Positively Joy family, and that's Angel McCoy. Hi, Angel. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. So the reason why I say Angel is going to become part of the family is Angel. First of all, Angel has a great name. I mean, that's a great name, and she has a great name for her podcast because on her podcast, she reads Bible scripture. She reads scripture, which is great. And so what is her podcast called? Angel, tell us.
1: Angel reads the Bible.
0: How, how perfect is that, right? <laughs> I love that name. And, you know, listeners, I really had been, and I was just telling Angel this, I really had been thinking, and God, I think I've been putting it on my heart to read more scripture in the podcast. And then I met Angel. I mean, she's doing exactly what I think I should have on the show. And so she graciously decided to collaborate with Positively Joy. And so once a week, um, we'll have Angel Reads the Bible on Positively Joy. And I'm super excited. Thank you so much, Angel. No problem. Thank you for having me. So I thought it would be great to introduce you. Angel, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and why you decided to start Angel Reads the Bible.
1: All right. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity um, again, my name is Angel McCoy. I am um, located in the Washington D.C. area, in Maryland, Silver Spring to be exact. And you know, I've always been an avid Bible reader, of course. <laughs> and in my church, whenever we have um, a special event or a guest speaker, people would ask for a volunteer reader. And I would always volunteer. And then over time, people just started requesting that I would read scripture for them. And I would always get the comment, Angel, I love the way you read the Bible. Angel, you make the Bible come come to life for me. Angel, I just enjoy listening to you. And then, you know, I would have girlfriends who weren't necessarily in the church or believers, but those come to me to ask questions because, you know, I'm that quote unquote Christian friend. And I would say, say, okay, but you know, I'm going to the Bible for your answer, right? You know, this isn't going to be my two cents, but I'm, I'm going to the Bible. And they were like, I know, Angel, that's why I came to you. Great. And so with all of that, having people say that they enjoy hearing me read the Bible, and also the way that I guess I make the Bible more tangible or digestible or relatable I thought, why not do this for more people? Why not read the Bible for more people? You know, I sincerely believe that the Bible has every answer. And I think that, you know, God didn't want us to complicate his word. It was meant to be his way of communicating with us and revealing to us his heart. And so it shouldn't be complicated. And so my, my hope is this, that when someone listens to me read the Bible, they just get more clarity, more kind of understanding, just a new revelation out of it. I always ask God for revelation every time I read his word.
0: Oh, that's, that's great. That's great. So tell us about your family.
1: As of right now, I am mom to two boys. They are four years old and six years old. And I am pregnant with my first baby girl who is due in about 22 days. I am counting them 22 days. <laughs> so,
0: uh, congratulations on a girl. That is great. That's great. It is. Yeah. I'm thankful. So that um, means you're going to have to get me a lot of recordings before you go into labor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is the plan. Get you a lot of recordings and get a lot of, out the way for myself. <laughs> um, let's see, my husband, um, he, he is the pastor of our church. We are, I guess we lead. I'm still getting used to that. We actually were installed as our pastor and First Lady in, was it the last weekend in February? Mm. We had one service that first weekend in March where I spoke (laughs) because it was our Women's Day service. So I I was a guest preacher for, or I guess not guest, but I was a preacher for the day. And then we went into the whole COVID lockdown situation. And so from then on, we've been online. But anywho, my husband is the pastor of the Seventh Day Pentecostal Church of the Living God. (laughs) We're located in Maryland. Um, and I'm the first lady there. I lead the women's ministry and I teach uh, the one to six-year-olds in our school. So, and that's just what we do on the weekend. By day, we both work for the federal government. <laughs> that's our nine to five. Very, those details, they get boring.
0: Well, so you are super busy and you might, you know, the average person might say, how can you do all this? I imagine you would argue, but it's the Bible, you know, you love this anyway, so maybe it's not mm-hmm. work to you.
1: Yeah, I I'll admit that I struggle sometimes with consistency. It's like I always read the Bible, but do I always record myself reading it? <laughs> that's that's the piece of it that I sometimes miss.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So what are when you started doing this, did you did you find any challenges or did you feel, you know, well am I and I, you know, I am totally, I am totally putting this on you, probably how I feel. I'm putting it on you. But did you feel like, oh, am I worthy to do this? Because that's how I would feel. You know,
1: I would say, am I good enough? Am I ready enough? I'm one of those people I like to dot all my I's and cross on my T's before I release something to the public, um, extra critical of myself. And so I try to knock out all the criticisms before someone else gets a chance to do it. And you know, one thing I had to do with this project, I'll say it was the first for me, is that I let go of all of that. And I released what may not have been perfect. Um, For the first time in my life, I feel like uh, I didn't present what, the best that I had to give, but it was, let me give and see, see where this goes. See if this is something that, you know, really, Uh, pulls at me and makes me want to do more and it did you know it it was just one of those things let me give it a try and see if there's more in me and I gave it a try and there is more and I'm excited to do more and share more
0: that's great and you have a a season two coming after after you can come back with the baby right (laughs) that's
1: right um right now unofficially i am working on getting that season two two together now, Mm. so it can play while, while I'm taking care of baby, (laughs) but then I also get inspiration here and there to change up what I plan to do, so we'll see how it all rolls out. You'll know for sure by next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm super excited, and I, I think my audience will, will love hearing you, um, I, I you read the Bible all the time. Is there a favorite scripture that you stand on?
1: Oh, I have a couple of them. Let's see, um, Galatians 2.20 is one of my favorites um, where I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that live, but he that lives in me. I, this life I live in the body. I live by faith in the son of God who died for me. <laughs> um, I, I love that. And I, made, I read so many different translations You'll probably hear a mix of <laughs> different translations when I quote scripture, but um, that's that's probably one of my absolute favorite. Um, one that my whole family turns to often is uh, Psalms 91. In these days, I think a lot of people are declaring Psalms 91 over their life um, about the Lord keeping us safe from you know sickness and disease and deadly pestilence and stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, gosh, this scripture it's found in a number of places in the bible um (laughs) and it's one of those ones that if i try to tell you where i'll probably tell you it's first Peter, such and such here psalms there you know it's all over but it says um who is man that thou art mindful of him and that thou visitest him you've made him a little lower than the angels yet you've crowned him with glory and um That one just really ministers to me because it's like I imagine the angels having a conversation with God saying why is humankind so important to you, God? You know, we're heavenly beings just like you, God, but yet you've honored man so much that you became one of them. You never became an angel, but you became uh, another man and you walked with man and you talked with man and you crowned him with glory. And I just the conversation I imagine to happen between the angels and God concerning mankind, um,
0: that
1: blows me away. And so I love that
0: one. I hear the passion, you know, I just hear the passion in your voice when you're talking about it. And yes, you do make it real. I mean, just that conversation about, I imagine, you know, what the angel said to God, I think a lot of us read the Bible and you're right, depending on the translation. I've, I've most recently started reading, uh, NLT. Mm -hmm. Uh, not really having experienced that quite a bit and and i'm i'm enjoying that um but there's so many different versions and sometimes it's difficult to understand exactly what is is being said and oftentimes the scripture is when it's describing something it's short somebody did something and that's it and then you see And hear people talking about it and you're like, where'd they get that from? How did they extrapolate that from just that little bit? And so I think a lot of us um, want to know how we can delve into the Bible to understand the word better. And frankly, I think that when you're as knowledgeable about it as you, you know the whole Bible, you know, all, you know like you just said, that's in different parts of the Bible. So I think maybe when you get a grasp that way, you can see the larger picture. And I think that's really the gift that you can bring to a ministry like this. Yeah, I'm gonna call your podcast The Ministry. I don't know if you do, but that's what I'm gonna do.
1: <laughs> God bless you, thank you. you know, I, I often feel that people make the Bible so stoic and so out of reach. Um, And it's just not meant to be that difficult. You know, um, back when I was younger, I used to do like school plays. I was a little actress on the side. And so there are times when I'm reading stories in the Bible (laughs) and I kind of get into characters. I see the scene playing out in my head. And so, um, you know, I can get a little animated, not in a funny, disrespectful way, but it's just like in a way, like I said, kind of to make it more tangible and, and, and realistic and relatable. And so, um, yeah, that's what I hope to bring. Mm, That's beautiful. Another piece to it is uh, women's women's empowerment. I have to throw that out there. (laughs) I am not like, oh, pro-women, and women are the future, and men, blah, 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 never that. Um, But I I, I do think there's more place for uh, women in the word and in ministry and what society has given us. Um, I always look at it this way. Jesus never had a problem with women. He um, always had the two Marys and Martha. Everywhere he went, they were always there. Um, I think he had a more intimate relationship with the disciples just because we have to be careful about temptation, certain lines that we don't want to cross. He's our light and our example. But um, I say Jesus never had a problem with women. Timothy did, but... <laughs> <laughs> We can save all of that for another time. <laughs> when Paul had to write letters to the church in Corinth about how the women should conduct themselves, it's because those women in, in the church in Corinth had certain issues going on. So Paul had to address those issues, but he'll turn around in Romans and, and um, acknowledge the women who were very uh, fruitful and beneficial to the ministry. You know, um, mm. Joppa, Priscilla, the wife of Aquila, and he shouts out Phoebe, who was a vegan. So um, I think we overlook the women in the Bible and the role that we have in ministry. And so I hope to bring light to that also.
0: We'll need to have you back just to talk about women in the Bible. That would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, for real, that'd be really good. Um, so I don't know if you watched the series, The, the, um, the Chosen. It came out earlier...
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. I haven't
0: seen it yet. But so I I'm just now getting into it and I'm really probably going to have an episode on that because I'm like, all, I'm all in it now. I don't know how I missed out before, but um, I watched the first season and there are some amazing women that they choose to focus. I mean, even the, the side characters, not even really famous people. Um, but for example, in where Jesus cures the paralytic, his friends who are helping him through the mm-hmm. roof, one is mm-hmm. a woman. Now, you know, there's some dramatic license, you know, the Bible doesn't say, but yeah. it chooses to focus on women. Um, certainly, Mary Magdalene is a huge, huge person in this in this season. I'm like, she's huge. In fact, she's the first episode and she's all the way through. Um, Mary's mother, uh, Jesus' mother, Mary is there, of course. And another really big episode where they focus on a woman was the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well. Yeah and i mean so i like what they're doing you know just to kind of show and highlighting women in the bible and how women were important during that time even when women were not important during that time Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: but yeah but i I, yeah i would encourage you to to look at it it's on youtube um it's you can watch it on and the reason why i think i missed the first time is they actually have their own app called the chosen app and it's a little different. You don't expect to watch a TV show on an app and they even say so, but it is on YouTube. And so that's a thing. So you can watch it if you want to. But, um, but yeah, I was, I was pleased to see um, the diversity in that show um, in general because the, because the woman that they showed bringing her friend to be cured happens to be a black woman. Um, but I also just love the fact that it was just women. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You'll definitely have to come back, and we'll we'll have to talk about women in the Bible. We love men. I'm like you. I'm and I'm definitely not, you know, disparaging or or degrading men at all. Uh, but it's nice to see. Uh, I think you're right. Most people don't know really how to read the Bible and maybe miss some of those. Stories. And of course, there are so many great stories about women in the Bible: Esther, Ruth, and everything. So. Um, yeah, okay. We, we'll talk more about that later because we have a font of, of information that we can talk about there. <laughs> so um, I just want to thank you for coming on today. Um, I know, Mom-to-be, you have a lot going on, and um, I don't want to keep you too long, but I wanted to introduce everyone to you um, because they're going to be hearing from you, um, hopefully once a week. Uh, in probably in later September when I get season two started, and we're just so happy to have you here. And I think you're going to bring bring a big, just a big piece of Bible understanding and and knowledge to the show. I am no Bible expert. I've started reading the Bible more and more, um, so I'm hoping to learn from you as well.
1: Well, I hope that God will give me revelation for you and your readers. <laughs> um, and I really I thank you for the opportunity to join you. Um I, I love I love positively joy. Um you know Jesus is the center of my joy. I'm not gonna get all deep and <laughs> hit wood on you, but <laughs> but yeah, it's just that's I I just want to live a life that reflects the beauty of Jesus in me and the joy that I have found in him. And so I love that your podcast is a reminder of that.
0: Oh, that's good. And, and I, I hope maybe the next time um, we have a full-on interview, um, you can introduce the baby. <laughs> maybe sooner than later. Well, I certainly hope it is sooner for Angel than later. Isn't she just a treat? Really a delight, and we're so happy to have her. So everyone, that's it for this bonus episode, and probably the last of the bonus episodes, because we are about... To enter into season two, I'm so excited and we've got a lot of new things we have a new and improved website at www.positivelyjoy.com where you can get a lot of content, including signing up for a brand new teachable that I released called Five Ways to Choose Joy. It's free just for signing up to our email list. And I will be releasing other teachables and other assets and resources for you, uh, including some creative um, images you can download and all kind of great stuff. So again, go to the website at www.positivelyjoy.com. It's a one-stop shop. You can listen to our uh, episodes there and just get a lot of other great information and great content. Really, really, I love you, thanks for being here, and farewell for now.